Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Why does this thing exist? Podcast. Good morning, friends. This is the podcast where we look at things and talk about them. My name's Simon. My co-host's name is Dean. How are you, Simon, since last time? Oh, I said brilliant, Dean. I said it <laughs> Dean, what have you got to report this, this week, Dean? Obviously, uh, uh, at time of recording, I took my daughter to the aquarium, London Aquarium, me and my seven-year-old daughter, and uh, a lovely time. She likes fish. I like fish. Stay at them. Fantastic there. They're quite soothing creatures. Yeah. Yeah. Did you see any fish that look like you? Yes. Some sort of um, longhorn cowfish. <laughs> Imagine me with a long nose. It looked like that. Or I looked yeah. like it. I don't know. But it's a weird thing where <laughs> it's an expensive day out if you're on the go for a couple of hours. But mm. my wife found the deal that certain Kellogg's cereal packets, you can claim a buy one, get one free if you have this code on the cereal packet. So right. she did that. Yeah. So, like, so you're going to say, I'm to take my center somewhere else. I said, okay, let's, I'll do that. Yeah, I'll go to the aquarium. I like the aquarium. My daughter likes the aquarium. Let's just do that. She did all the admin on the computer side. She said, oh, because the way the box is open, the, the code's broken. So you have to take the cereal box to the <laughs> London Aquarium and say, I can get in free because I got this cereal box. Hold <laughs> it up to the people at the desk. <laughs> which I did, which I did. Oh, no, you're a maniac. Why would you do that? You <laughs> should have just, told, you should have told, you should have told your wife, yes, I'll definitely do that. And then the extra, you must what? have looked like an absolute lunatic waving a cereal box around. 30 pounds to 60 pounds is a big deal, you know, but. Well, I suppose. Yeah, that's fair enough. The best thing, well, the best thing for your perspective is that I actually did that. It's kind of barcodes to go in for the tickets. Yeah. So. I sent the email confirmation. Okay, so one's got a barcode, and one just says, "Look, um, show reception person yeah. this ticket." I, all right, all yeah. right, I see that. That's when I show them the fucking cereal box. <laughs> Craves is wondering a box of chocolate craves, which we never buy. That was the first thing she saw. And so I walked in like beep beep, said, "And I got this as well." <laughs> Shoved the cereal box in her face. Said, "No, no, just press the drop down on the other ticket." <laughs> you know, yeah, that would beep. So I carried a cereal box to London and shoved it in a woman's face for no reason whatsoever. Uh, just, just in case, as they say. Uh, Fantastic. Other than that, I had a lovely time. <laughs> so, you know, don't, don't shove a cereal box in someone's face if you haven't got to, is, is, the, is the motto of this, uh, of this tale. Oh, brilliant. Well done. <laughs> But you enjoyed. Glad you enjoyed. So, uh, what are you going to show me this week, Dan? Well, I'm going to show this uh, a video this time uh, of some science, uh, sort of. Mm. But one of those things that, even though we've known each other for nigh on forty years, yeah. I'm asking this: you have any particular phobias of you, or anything like that? Uh, Not really. No, I ne- um, growing up, I never liked spiders. Right. But, um, I've got to the point now where I can stay in the same room as a spider. If it comes towards me, I'm not so keen. Mm. I will hoover it up. <laughs> Fair enough. But um, uh, so... the other thing I don't like, Dean, is mm. stickers. I'm not oh, afraid okay. of them, but I just don't like stickers. Anything you've got to stick on yourself, I don't like it. No. Um, well, luckily for you, the second yeah. thing, nothing, nothing to do with this video, 
First thing. Oh, actually, the, the third thing, actually, Dean, is okay. male rape. I don't want to be raped. <laughs> I thought of phobia. Phobia is an unreasonable fear of things. Oh, and the fourth one is going to jail. I don't want to go to jail either. Because <laughs> of phobia number three, mostly. But oh, God almighty. I was only asking, because this thing I'm going to show you might be slightly unnerving for the first thing you said, but I think it's fine. But just a heads up, essentially. Okay. Then. So this is a experiment or a... Uh, Experiment is a proof of concept thing. It's a video, a promotional video, I think, of uh, a development in the science slash engineering world, which I find confusing. So okay. here it is. Uh, the video is called Spider Zombie Necrobots. And that's three words you don't want to see next to each other. Yep, exactly. Oh, next gen grippers, just to add the expert context. But even though I, I, if anything, I think that makes it less acceptable. So anyway, yeah. it's a 55 second video. Uh, the usual thing, just say what you see, and we'll piece together afterwards. Great. Oh, fuck. This yep. mechanical gripper is developed due to wolf spider carcasses. Yep. It can lift 130% of its body weight to firmly grasp delicate objects. Wow, so it's us- utilising the strength of the spider. So yes. I guess they're sending oh, electrical well. pulses down the corpse for spider. No electrical. To... No electrical. Oh, okay. Weird. It's pure air, air pressure. Air pressure. Wow. Yeah. They have exoskeletons. You can do like a bit of big pipes, essentially. Yeah. Oh, it looks yeah. disgusting, though, doesn't it? Yeah, it looks yeah. horrifying. It's horrific. It's, the, it's called a spider necrobot. No, yeah, come I mean, on, name it something else. Exactly. Don't don't do that. What's wrong with you? Just picks up things. It looks awful. Uh, it's amazing. Yeah. But yeah. Yeah. Oh, there are lots of things about this which I objected to a stronger word, but I'm like, why? No. Cards on the table, uh, there's a regular series of awards called the Ignoble Prizes, which are awarded to yeah. uh, you know, scientists members who have no point, no purpose. And those are awarded from what I think is a very um, mainstream perspective. As in like, oh, this looks stupid. What are they doing that for? <laughs> like one time they was uh, awarded to, like uh, they put prawns on a treadmill. They're like, oh, right. it was basically an experiment to study um, crustacean movement in certain currents. So... It had a log- logical reason. It just it looked daft, but it was yeah. done for a certain thing. Like, I myself was experiment where I put rats in a maze to seek out certain types of chocolate because it looks stupid on the outside, but when you did even clean, it actually makes mm-hmm. it worthwhile. Mm-hmm. Or even there are, there are some vanity projects. There was one, like, a certain number of years ago, which said uh, someone took, like, a laser measure to show that uh, the state of Kansas is literally flatter than a pancake. <laughs> they took, they took like lots of different scans of different parts of Kansas and showed that oh, the average era pancake is bumpier than this. So Kansas is literally flattening the pancake, which is a claim they make. But although does, I don't sure that what helps anyway, but it's yeah. sort of like, it's you know the tourist board can use that. You know, scientifically proven this or an ego thing. At least that, that's a motivation. Yeah, this where they've turned wolf spiders, what are the carcasses into? elaborate gripping devices I think falls in through the cracks of I don't see what the point of this is it's not microscopic and I know there's lots of you know, scientifically developed grip, gripping things which can go down to like the, the microcellular level or like the mm. 
microscopic level. You can sort of, yes. like, you see those things where they etch like right in onto silicon atoms and stuff. Yeah, and, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So like that, yeah. that makes it more sense. Or like all oh, the things which can carve things into grains of rice. And the, yeah. yeah, fair yeah, enough. Yeah, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. that's manipulating things on a microscopic scale. This is not that. Most spiders, when I think of them, clearly visible <laughs> quite yes. by, yeah. by, by by microbial standards. So when I first watched this video, I thought it said it can lift things up to 130 times a wall spider's weight, which is like, you know, like an ant can sort of do that sort of thing. You can, they, yes, they, that's the right. way incest work. But even then, like what, a wall spider weighs like half a gram. Mm. So like what's like 50 grams, which would be impressive, but most of these things are being manipulated by or held by humans. Like exactly. Whole... It's only impressive uh, relative to a living wolf spider. Yeah, relative. This can grip onto a thing which a human can lift quite, quite oh, easily. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> Absolutely yeah. no fuss whatsoever. Yeah. So for that, but then, I watch again just now, not 130 times, 130% of wolf wow. spider's weight. Yeah. So it's like, this weighs a gram, this can lift 1.3 grams. <laughs> <laughs> What a range of skills this, this reanimated spider has. And then on top of that, it's a dead spider. It's not going to be yeah. sterile. It's, it's just, all right, let's lift up this, sorry, this pristine lump of you know, refined uranium with a wall spider. Let's not contaminate it with this insect corpse. <laughs> I would just, just put a glove on. No, it's not sterile. Is, is, a, is a spider corpse sterile? What? Yeah, it just yeah. seems like a proof of principle. Like we can make a spider grip and regrip again. Okay, and there's a point in the video. It says, in theory, it can reanimate up to a thousand times, like grip and release, grip mm, release. Mm, mm, mm. Just in theory, they haven't done it. They just assume that it can react. <laughs> yeah. Which to me said like someone had like had it for like a, a half an hour. And said, I've done uh, two hundred. Oh, you know what? This is sick. I'm just leaving. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I spent seven years at university for this. Yeah, I didn't spend it to reanimate a spider corpse to pick up a <laughs> fucking block of salt, which I could do without yeah. any extra in- interventions. I've got a pair of tongs in the kitchen, Dean, and I'm sure I've used that more than a thousand times. Yeah, I, I worked in a lab, and I know I had like pliers and tweezers and grippers and pipettes, which picked up things much bigger than a spider could pick up, far more sterilely because it, it was exposed each time. Yeah, and with, without any, without any any element of necromancy, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. unless unless you count the fact that these plastics are made from the long fossilized remains of dinosaurs, which I don't think you should. <laughs> no, 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 no. That is stretching the point. So I think that's like, really yeah. repushing really this. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, this this plastic compound of sixty seven million years ago was. Part T-Rex. Oh, well, guess I can't eat if I'm a vegan. <laughs> In a way, this is the exact reverse of what you were saying about the ignoble Awards. It? it looks yeah. cool. It looks good. It looks forward, futuristic. But it is totally pointless. Yeah. I, think, I, I genuinely, again, this is not my field, not my area. There could well be like a huge range of applications for this technology. I, I'm but, struggling to think of what it could be apart from the next step could be something. Yeah. You could reanimate the corpse of a gorilla and get it to smash a door down or something like that if you're a fireman. Maybe. Or other way around, you could somehow reanimate a lot of, a lot of ants and make them work for you like Ant-Man. Yes, but, yeah. But this is one spider that you have to stab with a, with a spike and push, push air through with a glue. Yeah. I guess 
the argument is it's very low tech. Seems like they just stab a stuff by with a sort of a pump, mm. put a bit of glue on it, and it's a gripper. So it's, but didn't we have this already? Can't we? Like, well, yes, we did. I've used it things? myself. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And but, I, I don't mean the grippers and things like that. I mean we can we can we can pass electrical currents through things to make them move and, and change. Yeah, that was like. literally the, the very first experiments, like the, the frog on a, on a thing. Would, uh, on a corkboard, the electric hands push it. was like how we established how the brain works. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. this is very old tech. Yeah. But, yeah, I, I'm I'm struggling to see what niche is being filled by having a wall spider on a, on a stick on for a, stick. a thousand, one thousand maximum, according to their theories. Yeah. Look, I, again, I've been a lab. I've just sat there, like, but I'm waiting for something to happen, just pressing a pipette. So, uh, you know, yeah. Like, like, yeah, like, like you, click, you click a pen. Click a pen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so... So like fifty of those in ten minutes, just like yeah. just waiting for something to happen. Of course, you would if you were sat there waiting for something to happen, and the radio's on in the lab, you would get that spider dancing, wouldn't you? Like, <laughs> Absolutely, I get two. Yeah. Make yeah. them sort of fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Is that what it is? Is it a way to distract bored lab text? <laughs> yeah, don't be serious, family. You can have spider battle. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you paint one blue, paint one green, and get them going. Yeah, it's, but, it does seem. Yeah, now you've talked me through it. I think it's much less impressive than I initially thought. There's also the thing of, like, you know, in year 2023, when lots of things are going wrong, we've got yeah. all manner of wars and crises and political issues and environmental concerns. It's the fact that some scientists are going, you know what, how about we reanimate some spiders? Yeah. <laughs> how could that possibly go wrong? <laughs> What, what could go awry if we just... Take... Oh, you mean you, you were thinking like um, um, acceleration of disaster sort of thing rather than... Yeah, yeah, grand yeah that, totally. Yeah. You, you were thinking like, yeah, why add this potential... Exactly. Uh, why spider on to the it? pile of yeah. things we have to deal with right now? Yeah. <laughs> have you seen the latest developments in AI technology? Um, I'm, I'm thinking particularly about Bing, uh, mm-hmm. Bing's AI. Have you seen this? No. Uh, well, it, it's been rolled out now. There's a new sort of like AI Bing, uh, right. like a chat function bot sort of thing. You can download it now. I had a, a pop-up for it earlier. And there's uh, a lot of hoo-ha about it now from um, journalists. Um, apparently, one American journalist got into um He tried to test it out, essentially. And uh, he did a two and a half hour conversation uh, with this AI uh, Bing, uh, and uh, it's called Sydney. And by the end of the conversation, the uh, Sydney AI uh, was trying to convince him that his wife doesn't love him, (laughs) (laughs) that he's in an unhappy marriage and he should leave his wife for the AI. Oh my God. Sounds excellent. (laughs) Fair play. Yeah. That's like a, an alternative terminator, isn't it? Like Skynet tells everyone, yeah, like you, you should be with me. Yeah, <laughs> <That's> what... yeah. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Uh, necrobots. Arachno necrobots. It's mm. um, these won't be mass produced. There's no way you say send off like five dollars a month. You get like a fifty spider <laughs> corpses to to yeah. pick up small sugar cubes. Should you need? So you're not one of yourself with your fingers. <laughs> yeah. I would not like to have a drawer full of these. <laughs> oh, this is very much the 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 full of shit drawer, isn't it? It's like, right, this uh, is where yeah. I put my expired lighters, uh, corkscrews, which I never <laughs> use. <laughs> Beer mats from a country I don't remember going to and 
spider corpses. <laughs> Unless they invent a beer bottle, which can only be on by a spider. <laughs> which is a good way of having, like, you know, underage drinking curtailers. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Maybe that's, maybe, you know, I just, that's, I know, that's when I thought of this. Like, yeah, this this is a way to put people off. Look, this is a, a secure system of, I want, this is my bottle of something. If I can only be opened by a spider corpse, then it'll stay mine. People steal it. <laughs> like, oh, God, I ain't touching that. So yeah. maybe that's the thing. Maybe that's what it is. You might be onto something there, dude. I can't think, I can't, I obviously can't think of any other application for it, to be honest. What are you going to give it? Ah, uh, I'll give it a two because the you know the application of science, which I'm always a big fan of, is okay. You know, they've actually made a gripper from a spider corpse with very rudimentary tech. Uh, but beyond that, like the rationale for doing so, the idea, the theory, the application is beyond me. And I think if anything's beyond me, it's unimportant. So <laughs> two, two, two out of five it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a two as well, dude. Uh, I think there's a lot of um, room to maneuver on this thing, and um, I'm looking forward to the days where they're just jamming tubes up um, uh, dead celebrities and getting them to reanimate. Oh my god, Tommy Cooper bot, <laughs> David Williams, that sort of thing. <laughs> Tommy Cooper just picks up and he's gone. <laughs> 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 Welcome back, listeners. Moving on to section two, which is, of course, the section where I will show something to Dean. Hey, Dean. You will. Yes, yeah, Simon. What, what's up? What a surprise to you. I've got a video to show you as well. Good. Video. It's video time. I like it. Video drum. It's, it's video time. Video drum. This video is only, uh, I think it's 38 seconds long. So okay. I'm going to play it to in full, Dean. Good, good. Okay. Here it comes. Well, I'll give you a little bit of uh, story beforehand. Um, okay. It's a, a clip from a documentary, an American documentary. Um, I, you might have seen it before. It's a fly on the wall documentary. And there's, um, well, basically, have a listen to the mouth from this woman. It's, it's disgusting. Okay. I'll get it. Fred Flintstone speaking. That's it, Fred. We got to go. They sure keep track of a guy in this man's army. <laughs> Goodbye, Wilma. Bye, Betty. We'll write to you every day. Yeah, me too, Betty. How do they always manage to bollocks things <laughs> up, Betty? I don't know, Wilma. Practice, I guess. <laughs> okay. Okay, so... So, uh, for listeners who haven't seen the video, um, that was a... The Flintstones, the, yeah, the classic. Uh, the Flintstones. Yeah, like the uh, prehistoric take on the honeymooners, uh, what I'm told. Um, and Bill, Wilma says, how do I manage to bollocks things up, Betty? <laughs> and she takes that. I don't know. Practice, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it's it's the fact that she has bollocks things up. It is. It is. It really is. Right. So, question, is that real? It sounds That's real. real. Yeah, that right. is 100% real. Yeah. Right. That was the thing. Okay. That was broadcast and is still in circulation as well. Apparently, they showed that clip on Boomerang, which is a Sky Insurance TV channel. It is, yes, it uh, is. I'm fully aware of this. Yes. Within recent memory, because there was complaints. Wow, this is actually really. This sort of feeds into something we mentioned a few weeks ago when I did the uh, 
the Simpsons shitposting t-shirt, pure cant, uh, yeah. with Tobias the Australian pointing himself. Like the the joke being that um joke, whatever you call it, cultural reference, that Australians are far more comfortable with the word cunt than the Americans are. Yeah. Uh, is bollocks and of a swear word according to the Americans? Well, that's what made me think. I like when I saw this clip, it made me try and rack my brains in a way to try and think of whether if you heard an American say bollocks before. Mm. And, I, and I can't remember one. It, it's like like twat. They don't say that either. No, they don't. That's right. Yeah. Uh, they, if you ever hear an American say twat, they say twat, which isn't the word. That's a good point. I had not. Yes. I, I thought that was like some sort of affectation that I was hearing. I want to see, I want to hear it like two or three times. I thought it was like one of those jokes of oh, you're twat, as in I'm saying twat, but I'm not. Like when kids say fudge in this country, like, oh, yes. fudge you. Yeah, well, yeah, it's not as yeah, I think they I know just, what you're saying, but yeah. I think they just don't use it and they don't know how it, it's pronounced. Unless it's That's, a different word in America and they don't have yeah. twat at all and it is spelled T W A O T. Do you know what? I hear something like this recently in that in America, or at least maybe now, these days, we are far more homogenous, lots of inter, 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 interaction overlap. But yes, the I don't think the Americans have the word wank. So no, they, they definitely actually, don't. They don't, which is why a lot of sitcoms and stuff like that, you get like wank as a, include, as a sort of joke, which Americans don't get. Mm. But my favorite example, I'm like, Remember this now. I mentioned a few times before and other things, but keeps coming back to me. Is you ever see the show Hey Arnold? Yeah, sure. Yeah, Nickelodeon kids show, like a, yeah, quite, yeah, quite groundbreaking. Yeah. It was quite you know, funny shaped head, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, kids being kids in a sort of nice sort of film. Arnold lived with grandparents, blah blah. But it was an episode where the uh, Eugene, the sort of bumbling ginger kid, he had a sort of kids trial because he stole one of the other kids' pencils. Was the accusation and like a. Uh, you know, in America, they, they love their due process, don't they? Oh, <laughs> but, absolutely, yeah. But the whole thing was, like, he, he took the pencil and, um, oh, no, he'd been framed by a kid who, sorry, the reason he was being framed by this kid because he took this kid's pencil. Uh, it was a pencil he loved. It was from this theme park that they all loved going to. But the theme park was called Wanky Land. <laughs> <laughs> and the sequence in, like, in the jury set when Arnold's playing, no, Eugene goes to Wanky Land, but he's not allowed to go there because he's so clumsy. So, you know, he loves Wanky Land. He loves Wanky. <laughs> it's like five minutes of a kid's cartoon. Animated, like, not even, like, off the cuff. <laughs> Clearly, mythology thought out. Keeps saying yeah. wanky, wank, wank, wanky, wank, 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 wanky, wank. <laughs> and that is a stellar thing to see when you're British going... Jesus Christ! All these kids who are objectively too young to do any of that sort of stuff. So Eugene's trying to go to Wanky Land. <laughs> That's exactly what's happening. You were banned from Wanky Land, though. So, Eugene is banned from Wanky Land. That was the theme of the episode. That was, that was the smoking gun. Literally. <laughs> I think that yeah. nowadays, though, like because it is uh, uh, exactly what you say, where there's uh, so much overlap now because of the internet. Mm. Yeah, they would do overdubbing or do a different take for different markets, wouldn't they? Mm. Like you know, like the Marvel films do specifically edited things for the Chinese audience, things like that. Yeah, when when the government keeps like a tight grip on the the the, the 
the output. I guess they could, they'd have to but do I, that. I'm not even thinking it's, it's not a, well, the, the Chinese government, yes, but they, but they do it to, um, they, they would do it off their own government. Oh, yeah, of course, to, yeah. To try and extend the market as much as possible. Yeah, actually, that's, I think I remember, because DreamWorks is particularly bad for that, like to sort of put in any cultural reference in for anyone else. And Shrek 2, which is like, it's an okay film. Like, I prefer the first one. But if you've seen the American version of Shrek 2, right. the, they go to the bar. The barman is like Captain Hook, essentially, or something like that. In America, he's, oh, you're talking about that? Yeah. So, like, a very, very gruff, someone who sounds like a pirate. Right. Oh, he's got a, his face has got my angels. <laughs> the character looks like uh, someone who has that sort of voice. But in the UK, the voice was Jonathan Ross. So it's Captain <laughs> Hook, like a gruff male character going, are you kidding? Look at his voice. He fights a couple of angels. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like, what? It's really jarring when that happens. It's like, yeah. they clearly designed the character for someone. Yeah. And they've just replaced something. They sort of take, well, any voice, a voice is a voice. It doesn't matter. It doesn't, it's all the same. But yeah. uh, back to the point, uh, Wilma saying bollocks. <laughs> it's really <laughs> yeah. weird. It's weird. It, it must have been like, well, Flintstone is really old, isn't it? It's like, what, 1950s, 60s? 50s, 60s, yeah. 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 It's like, how would even like a, a, an American person ever hear the word bollocks at that point? Not sure. She can't be saying something else apart from bollocks. Though. No, I... Pollocks? It's not, it makes less sense. You know, bollocks it up makes it makes sense in context. They yeah. make a mess of this situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, in context, she must be saying bollocks. They, they, yeah. Why do they always bollocks it up? Like, yeah. yeah, Pollocks, like Jackson Pollocks. Pollocks. No, I did, there's no alternative explanation. <laughs> she Was this how the word bollocks entered America? Because <laughs> the Flintstones was popular and with kids and stuff, they just might yeah. have said. Oh, he bolts that up, and that—I mean, at the time in the fifties, that might have been the the conduit. Maybe they had like a one English writer on the show who put mm. it into the script, and nobody questioned it. Oh God! Do you know? Do you know what a contemporary uh, uh, version of that is? Go on. You do watch uh, Futurama. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Yeah. Remember the Star Trek episode where no fan has gone before? Yeah. Like I say, the old Star Trek cast come back in this that's a recreation thing. But instead of Scotty, they have Welshy. Oh, yes, yes, yes. yes. Jim too had a long died, and so they can't lose too. But Welshy says something out loud as he's introduced. It's his only line. Now, for, for years, I thought that was Spanish. I thought, oh, it's a joke. He's Welshy, but he speaks Spanish because obviously they don't know what that is. It turns out what it was was they were so methodical, they actually. They went to the University of LA, found they to speak Welsh. They found someone who said, How do you say this phrase? And he wrote it out, but didn't write it phonetically. So they just said it <laughs> as an American would read a phonetic Welsh spelling. Right. But what he's saying is in Welsh, is, I am extremely drunk. <laughs> <laughs> he said it so like, and then he died instantly. So. <laughs> and, and at this point, I will say this again. That is the closest it's ever been to a Welsh presence in Star Trek. <laughs> it's not been the largely entire franchise so far. It's galling. Oh, that's really good. <laughs> I appreciate they tried, but it, it, it's nothing to do with Wilma saying bollocks, but she definitely did, right? She definitely did. She was she a fucking filthy mouth. Yeah. Yeah, no wonder right. he loves her. <laughs> Gene, what are you going to give it? 
I'm going to give it a robust four because I like the whole uh, interplay of a culture which doesn't use a swear word invoking that swear word. I'm pretty sure there's some intent behind that. So, yeah, I'll give it a four. But uh, one point off, because I don't think it uh, might have been a persuasive that I liked. So yeah, the fact that we're still talking about this point like 70 years later, <laughs> saying, <laughs> is this the word bollocks? Like, yeah, I think they might have bottled it a bit towards the end. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so I'll give them a point off of that. But otherwise, four to five for saying bollocks on American television. Cartoon as well. I got to agree with you. I've got a feeling there might be some kind of logical reason to that why she said that that we don't know about. Maybe it was like a 1950s um, a term that's gone out of fashion to the point where the Americans don't use it anymore. To the point True. where that as well, yeah, good point. Yeah, like like a jive turkey from the 70s. Nobody calls anybody <laughs> that anymore, do they? But yes, no, I did enjoy it a lot when I saw it for the first time. Yeah, yeah. Very fond of it as as a thing. As a thing, yeah. Cartoon character, same bollocks. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome back, listeners. So, Dean. Lemon. Let's hope we get something good this week, Dean. Yes, we hope every week so far. And (laughs) optimism should never be dissuaded. Here it comes. One, two, three. Uh, it's a Reuben White team. Reuben White. Reuben White, 1779 to January the 6th, 1858, was a farmer, businessman, and political figure in Upper Canada. Oh, of course. Yes, he was. He was likely born. Oh, good start there. Likely born. So, yeah, what are they yeah. saying? We don't we know no, certain, no. Uh, which is fair enough. He was born like, 300 years ago, which <laughs> Which is, which is, which is yeah, uh, yeah. Fact he's got a wiki article at all is an achievement. I would well, say. That's, the, the, yeah, I'm interested now. Why does he exist? He's got, uh, including the first sentence we just read. There's one, two, three, four, five, six other uh, paragraphs here, Dean. Mm. Let's find out why this bastard has his own <laughs> Wikipedia entry. I think he actually is a bastard. My problem. <laughs> that could be yeah. the last sentence of the article. In which day we will ascend to heaven. <laughs> yeah, likely born in uh, Shawhari, New York, County New York, in 1779. So, of William White and Hannah Tompkins. Founded up in Canada and settled in Sydney Township, Hastings County, Ontario, in hundred. Following siblings came Quakers. Oh, the Quakers, apparently. Upper Canada, clear that Rupert did not. Ah, I don't know. Do you think that's something to do with it? Uh, he's not a United Empire loyalist, so he married S. the Marsh, who's daughter of loyalist Matthias Marsh. I don't know what, there's a British Empire? No, no, no. Who knows? Write that down, uh, write that down. That might become important later. Farmer on the shore of Bay of Quinte in twenty. That's an eighth legislative assembly of Upper Canada, destined for Hastings. He was re-elected in the 9th and 11th. Legislative assemblies. Oh. We've got to read it all. We need to find out what this is. Why this man has an article? I thought he said in the nineteen eleven. Considering he died, yeah, <laughs> seventy years earlier. That's quite an achievement. Imagine if they just reanimated him like one of those spiders. Right? <laughs> yeah, put him under a prong. You can pick <laughs> politicians under thirty percent of his own weight. <laughs> now that I mention it, this sounds quite shit. 
His wife was seen to exclaim, bollocks. <laughs> I mean, if you could reanimate a politician to pick up another politician, slightly bigger than him, who would you reanimate and why? <laughs> <laughs> I'd reanimate Robin Cook. Uh, and I'd uh, get him to pick up uh, <laughs> Thatcher <laughs> and bench press her. <laughs> and I'd like to see him uh, just chuck her into some kind of river. Uh, not not, a, not one of the major rivers either, one of the really oh, no, shallow no. ones. One of the ones which has been polluted by your policies. That's right, yes. There we go. So teach her a lesson. <laughs> you know, she's been long dead at this point. And has no concept what's going on. She's still living in my mind. Yeah. <laughs> in 1883, or 1833, he was one of the commissioners who received tenders for the construction of a 750-foot-long covered bridge spanning the mouth of the Trent River in Trent and Ontario, called Port Trent at the time. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. Here we go. Here it comes, Dean. Here it comes. Here comes the reason why. He was a tavern owner. Uh, He's a landlord, Dean. There we He's go. He's probably one of the, the most loved ra- landlords of the, the time. As evidence for the fact he had paid a tavern license fee in 1837. Oh, that's the only evidence they got. So he probably wasn't one of the most loved landlords of the time. <laughs> oh, fucking hell. Listen to this next sentence, listeners. Mm-hmm. In 1841, he sold one acre of land from his farm for the construction of a large frame Methodist church known as White's Church, capable of holding, and get this, 500 people. Oof. In 1855, copy of the map indicates a sawmill on his land. Wow. You know what? The more I read this, the more I'm actually more impressed that he has an article at all. <laughs> it's mind-boggling. Nothing he does sounds... <laughs> Nothing's happened to the fucker. No, I'm going to say this now. I don't have a Wikipedia article. <laughs> and I'm not I'm saying I deserve one, but I think I deserve more than this guy. Definitely. Yeah. His son-in-law, Henry W. Yeager, followed him by being elected... Oh, Christ, this 12th... Yeah. This is, I'm kind of... Following the 1837 rebellion, he was arrested in December that year on a charge of insurrection or treason, but released in January, and the trial never occurred. Oh, he didn't even have a fucking trial. No, it's like he is buried in White Cemetery near his farm, and there's a tall column headstone demonstrating his prominence in the community. God. Absolute rubbish. The Wikipedia article is piled out by a description of his headstone. It's absolute rubbish. This man has got nothing of worth. How is this recorded over time? I'm guessing he was, born, he was born wealthy and therefore people thought he was worth something. And it must be, but he did nothing not. with his life apparently. No. Nothing more than there are that there are people who have accomplished far more objectively than this man has. Yes. Who don't have Wikipedia articles. No. Which isn't like oh don't say they deserve one, but if he's got one, why well why don't we? Uh, they. I mean but whatever, how do you describe it? Shop Simon. They, Just judging me with your face. Right. Wherever this person lives, right, there is people in that uh, town in Canada who have done more in their lives for the benefit of other people than this, this man. Yeah, I would happily sign off on that. Yes, definitely. He was one of the commissioners who received tenders for the construction of the bridge. That's nothing. 
he was one of the people who received tenders for the commission of the bridge. Yeah. The best I can see from this is that he his existence allowed history to happen. <laughs> but I don't see why he, he, he needs an article as a result of that. Really, this is actually a very meta article because we've chanced upon our first Wikipedia article where we have to ask, why, why does, does this exist? exist? Yeah. I'm tempted to give it more marks as a result of that. It's purely for the content of our podcast. But no, no. Um, if you give it marks, I'd give it a two. I'd give it a two purely. F- purely? i give it a two purely for the naked fascination of the fact that this article shouldn't exist at all, which it makes yeah. it very consistent with this podcast. Other than that, it just seems like a pure example of privilege. This was a wealthy man had an influence, did nothing with it, but <laughs> but because he was white and rich and influential and had, had control, he has a Wikipedia article, and I think that's bad. I'm going to go in the opposite direction. I'm going to give it a four because okay. uh, of similar reasons, but I think it's fantastic that it does exist in a way. Privilege aside... The fact that uh, people have dedicated their time to research in this fella and uh, have come up with, you know, speculation essentially to, to like, he was a tavern owner as evidenced by the fact he paid a tavern license in 1837 and an 1855 copy of a map indicates he had a sawmill on his land. <laughs> the article is quite thorough, but I'm quite intrigued by this guy. He was... <laughs> I, I, I like think of it like this. He was obviously privileged enough to to warrant being uh, taken down in history, but he mm. seems to have done nothing with it. With it. Like, what an absolute waster! Yeah, totally. Like, uh, um, round of applause to him, I reckon. Like, I suppose, yeah. But um, listen, uh, it's always the case that Simon's always been far more pro capitalist than I have. So, this <laughs> you know. We don't know if he's a capitalist. He seems to have done nothing to to, to aid the progress <laughs> of capital, Dean. That's actually a very good point. He's not even a capitalist. He's just no. a guy who's... Actually, no, I'm going to uh, go back and re- readdress my uh, conclusion because a capitalist who is like a pro-capitalist, he'd be all merciless and mm. fuck people over. But he actually is quite content to sit there and do nothing. So <laughs> yes. it's actually, I think... Most capitalists could benefit from doing that. So yeah. I'll put my episode up to three, actually. Yes. Yeah, yeah. For being a benign capitalist of like, <laughs> I've got some money. I'm going to sit here and do literally nothing until I die. Yeah. yeah. Great. Great. You do that. Please do that. Just let your money do, do what it needs to do and uh, harm nobody. Cool. Good. Yeah. I think I think that's right. So basically what he did was uh, he, he made a bid to try and build a bridge. He wasn't the winner. He owned a pub for a short period of time. Um, he bought a sawmill, and there's no evidence of that being successful. And then he was arrested for insurrection. He sounds like a hell of a boy. Yeah, but not tried, because he didn't even do that. No, <laughs> no. So. He could be asked to try him. He probably like, <laughs> yeah. oh, you so, clearly haven't got the fucking gumption yeah. to do any insurrection. Yeah. Which, uh, again, I reached my previous point, a man who has loads of money and power influence and does nothing with it, these days, yeah, that's probably the best case scenario. So yeah, I'll give him a three. I'm gonna um, give him a four. Yeah, I'll give him a four as well, purely for, for not bothering history. Yes. And uh, <laughs> and and the article of course, I'm gonna go with four for that as well. 
And I'm going to give it a three for that. Oh, uh, okay. Purely because I just want different. One of those people who has their own opinion and stuff. 